0: time to rejoin the conversation. And we are back. And okay, here we go. Party politics. So, there's been... Okay, so I was thinking... There's all these old sayings that were kind of hitting me this week. and um, The first one really was uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And then that got me to thinking about um, uh, one I heard in... Uh, in a different, in a, in a, in a movie, but it was a a saying that I had heard before, um, is that uh, attitude reflects leadership. And I got to, and I remember a couple of, couple of things over the past month or so that, you know, you know, we were yelling at the TV for something that the administration was doing or whatever. and And I would always go, attitude reflects leadership because, you know, I think, you know, people are, people are going a little nuts or acting a little nuts, but when the the people at the top are acting a little nuts, kind of what do you expect? Um, when you get a foam football. <laughs> so when
1: you yell TV, you can throw you, the foam football at the TV, don't yeah. break the TV. It's expensive yes. that way. It releases yes. some aggression.
0: It's less, a lot less expensive that way, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, I do anyway. But it got me to thinking about before our current administration, um, our current president, before he was the president, was the talent. And before the show started, we were talking about, you know, some of the kind of diva-like things that people uh, do and ask for when they're the talent. Uh, and of course, the most famously is, you know, a bowl of all green, green M&Ms in the, in the dressing room. and uh you know we were discussing that and, and that actually had something real and honest that led to them adding that to to their contract but it got me to thinking that you know so many news outlets uh, have said that you know and not just news outlets I've been you know reading it a lot online and that you know that our current president has turned uh, our government into a reality show. and But it got me to thinking, well, for a lot of years he was the talent on a reality show. So I wonder how do you go from being the talent and being able to ask for a bowl of green eminence? to being the president of the United States and having most of your activity regulated. You know, we were, we were watching a rerun of uh, Scandal yesterday. And so in Scandal right now, there, the, there's a female president and she was saying all the things that she just can't do. Because one, she's a president. Two, um, she's uh, single, which is not something that you usually have in a president. Um, and you know that got me to thinking about how is our current administration processing the transition. So that's kind of where I wanted to to table this conversation in in. Where do we think the mind state is, you know, of uh you know, given everything that is that has happened, you know, all of the kind of theatricality with uh the uh executive orders and and stuff like that, not not saying that any of it is right or wrong or any of that, just you know, noticing that coming from where he's coming from, you know, his, he's seeming to have a very difficult adjustment period, um, more difficult than most. And then the second thing I want to talk about is who out there in the field, uh, on either side of the fence, Democrat or Republican, has been putting in the work so that, you know, they, they can eventually get to this office and be able to do that hard. Um, so let's start with Trump and the bowl of green evidence, <laughs> because I think that's probably the best place to start. And, uh, uh normally I would probably start on uh, a side of the table that I think that I at least think, because we never actually tell you, uh, that I think is more democratic. But I, what I will say is I will go to the side of the table that I think is uh, more Republican, and I will start with Chris Kick.
2: Well, for starters, I voted independent in the last election. Okay. But mm-hmm. normally I'm Republican. Day and night, members of the Tea Party, and our philosophy was the Republican Party left us. We leave the Republican Party as far as our standards. And our-
0: okay, but you know what? Before, before you go forward, <clears throat> let's unpack that a little sure. bit. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because what I've been, what I've found is, or what I'm finding is, that the Republican Party is kind of fractured, really, into three parties at this point. And being, uh, being somebody who's kind of leans toward the Tea Party, what exactly? Because I don't know if people in Podcast Land actually know. What is the Tea Party looking?
2: Well, it's not active anymore because we saw it stole too much from the Republican base. But the real key there is conservative values, less government, and uh, basically uh, the free market system works, if you leave it alone. The, uh,
0: Which sounds very Republican. Mm-hmm. But what makes that different from, I guess, what people would consider the traditional Republican?
1: Well, <clears throat> I think I can answer that. I think... Uh, as, as independents and people who we have some Tea Party beliefs, I don't have all the Tea Party beliefs. We're seeing a, we have a real problem with what's what we call become the establishment. Um, when you got people who are in there for thirty years and thirty five years, in our party, we have issues with that because we feel at that point they're no longer working for the people. Well, I think the Trump election and a lot of things that we've been dealing with as far as we're looking at things, we want to see the government work for the people. We want to see the government get out of our ways as far as as being business people goes. Chris is also a business person, I'm a business person. We've been crowing for years trying to say, I want to be in a group for health insurance. Why should this my little company trying to get health insurance and we can't get Jack out of it? You know, but if I can be part of the National Home Builders Association and all the people that are members of the National Home Builders Association, well then I have a lot better chance of providing it, it, uh, insurance for all of my employees. I really do. And, which, and which, so, I, which does make sense to me. So these are things that, that we're trying to push for is that we don't like the old <clears throat> machine. We think the machine is broken. We think the machine has not done their job as far as trying to run government properly. As we see that they should run, and they think we also think that that our, our, our religious organizations, like like in Houston, are a lot more likely to be able to help people, give them the tools to help. We believe our charities can help. A perfect example of raising six hundred thousand dollars for Community Link. I got a letter from uh, Precious today, and she said we want to put three hundred families, children, families, everybody else in housing. With that money, three hundred man—that's awesome. cool stuff. Awesome. But this, this is kind of what we believe: is that if you, you're supposed to provide us with your basic services, and we have some social programs that need to be run, but it doesn't have to go off the chart. If you're going off the chart, you, you're you're starting to get our back up. Okay. If you we, look at the fundamental
2: things the country was founded upon, all politics was a bivocational. So you were a business owner. You went and served your time. I'm just just think like jury duty. You went and served your time. Then you left after that very short period. <laughs> and went back to run your business. So you were still involved in the community. You didn't stay and make it a career. Right.
0: Right. Okay. All right. So, I guess, okay, so with that, that premise, sure. now seeing the current administration and and. And how the the adjustment period has uh, been working or not working? Um, now, what are your observations? Post, you know, post putting.
1: Well, my thing is why it's been a little rugged at times, and and some somewhat very entertaining at times because it's just like what uh, you know. I I think most of us agreed to a certain point that the tweeting should be a lot more... I'm not against the tweeting, but it should be a lot more controlled. I think John Kelly is controlling a little bit more than what he used to. But he has a big stick, and he's not afraid to go out and and whack a Republican with it, and say, well, if you won't do this, I'll go get a Democrat over here, and we'll, we'll start working on this. So, you look at Trump's work, and there's been some positive things that he's done to try to help the economy, which helps poverty. A strong economy helps poverty more than anything else. People work. More than social programs. Yeah. He pits people to work, which I've been doing. I've been pitting people to work. And businesses will pit people to work. There are a lot of injustices that we got to correct in that way, but still, it's all best done with the money, not by government. Government doesn't run things very efficiently. They really struggle in a lot of areas. You go to VA and a lot of different programs. There's some programs they do very well. Um, I think FEMA's actually performed fairly well during these disasters. Um, I don't think it can ever perform perfectly because it is a government entity and they have too much stuff going on to get out of their own damn way sometimes. But overall, they performed. And I think he's kind of brought this forward and he's trying to work both sides of the fence sometimes or pit them against each other. What do you think, Bruce? Yeah. The uh, other fundamental issue is
2: our system, because it's become a career politician type path to that house, is who do we end up with for candidates? Which is, which is why I added that second component. Very polarized candidates, right? I mean, you decide, love made them, right? Love well, made them. It's, it's you know, Because the it's, it's,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems as if at this juncture, we're really only fighting for about 10% of the voting population, mm-hmm. you know, because you've got, it seems, you know, 40%, 35%, 40% on on the left, 35%, 40% on the right that are never going to leave those camps. And then you've got that 10%-ish in the middle uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, can be persuaded one way
1: or the other. Look well, like at the Democratic Party and look at the Republican Party. They're both screaming from the from a lot of the newer people that we need change. We have too many old people in here that have been. The Democrats are saying it, and I know Chris disagrees. He thinks you ought to be in there a long time yeah, so you know the process. But also the Republicans are saying it, we need new leadership. This leadership is not getting things done. They aren't working for the people, and that's what the most of the people are saying. We want see results working for the country and the people and taking care of the issues out there that supplies with economic success. And that, I'll go back to that again, that's the one thing that really makes the country thrive is that when we all are able to get jobs and try to take care of ourselves in the best ways possible. And we're, we're wealthy and we're poor, but at least we all can find a way to work within our system. Okay, so.
0: With that, I'll flip it to the other side of the table, and I'll start with. Uh, actually, I will. I will. I'll start with Adrian, Adrian first.
1: opinions. And, uh, I like what he says.
0: And uh, and and, and, then we'll, and we'll go from there.
1: Uh,
3: I guess from a talent perspective, uh, I would say experience is necessary when you when you, especially when you talk about politics and you know. It's not a jab at the current administration, but the lack of experience and what he, what he's showing that he doesn't know, is affecting the overall perspective of America as a whole. And you know, I'm all for you know working through the process, learning your keep, and not just shoving somebody in there for the sake of you know replacing people because they. They have good ideas, but they don't know how to effectively process those ideas right. And I think now we're at a point where the diva side and the entertainment side becomes more of what we look for as opposed to the person with the, the experience, the knowledge, and and you know the overall just not knowledge of, of how everything's supposed to work. I think it'd be detrimental when you talk about something that, you know, the most powerful nation in the world, and it's, 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 in my opinion, it's been, it's been hard to really hold on to which direction we're going.
0: Yeah, because it's, it seems to me the only other nation that seems to be, like, really gung-ho, like, we, we're, we're behind you, we understand where you're going, is probably, uh, 's probably israel mm-hmm. and uh, and i'm not you know yes they're they're an ally of ours and uh and but i there's such there's such an amount of uh, discontent among uh among the citizenry and the electorate that you know i'm just not I'm not a hundred I'm not I haven't given up on the administration, but I have not seen I have not seen something that looks like a a real wisdom on that side of the fence that that is moving things forward. You know, I've seen a fair amount of you know, drama. A, a drama. Think, a yeah. fair amount and of. The let me ask
1: you a question too. Do you feel like media is somewhat complicit in this too? You well, know, that that has become such a, a dominant factor anymore.
4: Well, if you take even if you take the media out of it, and you only go based on Trump's tweets, well, I, then I agree you with that. you know I mean it's hard to reconcile somebody that. It, even if you don't understand politics, you should fundamentally understand that it's not okay to put people down, especially the leaders of other countries. Like, just fundamentally, as a human being, you should know that's not okay. I think Rocket Man's
1: kind of funny myself.
4: I don't think it's funny at all.
1: I think it's hilarious. But. Because cause, cause, cause he is, he's, he's a boy with toys.
4: Okay. But, the toys but, but he's also dangerous. a boy with a well, toy. And, and that I think that, and and that's my problem.
1: That, and
0: that is my That's fundamental problem. That's it's, where it's dangerous. It's if, if you know, if he's, if he's a boy with toys, and these toys boy. are fundamentally dangerous... She's pissed off the boys. And, 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 and look, all of us growing up know, on the playground, if, you, uh, if, you, if you're flaunting, you know, your, your new toy, but you want to let anybody play with it, eventually... You go get your ass whooped <laughs> on the playground, and uh, and it, it and it feels as if, you know, he's he's he's. It sometimes it feels as if he's taunting this fight. You know that that is almost feeling like it's. Uh,
1: he's a bit it, of a it, taunter. He likes to talk. And,
0: and and I don't know that I don't, You know, and and maybe Chris can jump in here, but I I personally don't know if I feel like that's. You know, and maybe I'm being uh, very democratic in saying uh, that—not democratic politically, but just you uh, know—that I, you know, I don't feel that that tactic is uh, is helpful. You know, just me personally.
3: Is is it any more helpful when we say, "Okay, if you're gonna test rockets, then be prepared for us to destroy your entire nation"? I I don't know if that's necessary. I mean, I, I understand having a strong a strong opinion and saying, "Hey, you know, we're not afraid to use force, but hey, let's come to the table as politicians and, and, and professionals, and, and let's discuss why do you feel the, the need to shoot off these rockets? What are you? What, what's your overall agenda? Yeah. I mean, normally, from what I've seen, even as a youngster, whether it was Reagan and Gorbachev discussing bringing down the wall, or, or even now with uh, with with Trump and his discussions of Rocket Man." Uh, it, it just doesn't appear that we're 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 trying to rectify the situation peacefully. We're gonna have
1: more class about it.
4: Well and I don't disagree that the media potentially spins things or reports things too soon or you know, we it goes back to the twenty four hour news cycle and they have to have something to report and, and whether reversed. they know that it's yeah, whether they know that it's completely accurate or not, it gets they, out there and then about you know, but just taking all of that aside, because people have come to realize that they need to figure it out on their own. You know, it just... Something. There's just things that he... I mean, you can't deny on tape saying the things. You know, so yes, the, the media may have something to do with it, but they're also showing clips of him actually saying these things.
1: Now Trump, Trump don't spin so, I mean he, that's what he says and he owns it. I mean just, you gotta give him credit on that, rather, rather it's stupid or not, and sometimes it is.
4: Okay, so he, you can he, give he, him credit He doesn't try to do the political
1: speak, he, he owns it. No, but I mean, that's
4: where not having somebody that understands politics, being in charge. Hmm. Because I, I find it hard to believe that he would actually run a company that way. You know, it just... No, I think he
0: would. Oh, I think he would, yeah. absolutely. Wait, uh-oh, about a second. I can can see Chris's face contorting (laughs) since the beginning. I've actually been been
1: enjoying the quotations as I've been, whatever the heck it is. Yeah, I've been (laughs) enjoying watching your face. (laughs) (laughs) what, 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 What do you think? I guess a whole
5: school of just quick thoughts, and so I don't want to belabor it or take up too much time. One, I don't think he owns what he says. He constantly backtracks it, and when somebody calls him out, he calls it fake news. It's like, no, I'm reading your tweet right here. You did see that, and <laughs> he says, no, I didn't. You guys are lying like always, and yeah, so that... I think the inconsistency is really bothering me. Uh, you don't call Mitch McConnell a jackass one day and then have a 45 printed... I um, met a press conference and with him today saying we're really good friends and we're on the same page. That doesn't work. Everybody knows you're lying. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Uh, as far as term limits, I think it's a ginormous mistake. I think this election was a great um, explanation of why it was such a big mistake because neither of them were the two best candidates. All right. We got stuck with these two because there are a lot more people who couldn't run. Um, you know, Or so
1: afraid to run because of all the... No, I would throw Obama to. and Bill Clinton to
5: people out of their see in office. Uh, to be honest, neither one of them could run. And uh, I'm sure there have been other examples throughout history. But um, I think a lot of this goes back to two things. One, I've never seen an outsider from somebody outside of the federal system, not just mm-hmm. government in general, the federal system, uh, be a very effective president Maybe with the exception of Reagan, you could argue that he was in that system for a very long time. And also ran the fifth largest economy in the world right, uh, right. as governor of California. But like I could point to Carter being a massive failure. Uh, even Clinton's first term was, was a pretty massive failure. Yeah. And you're coming from two southern small states and you don't know how Washington works really. That's a major problem. And then the other thing I would say is, and this goes back to FDR and I think is a very large problem is we put an enormous emphasis on what happens in your first 100 days of office. People want speed. People want something done immediately. And it's this bizarre race to get shit done that may not be in the best interest of what's really going on. If you want to know the best legislation in this country, it's been by career people who haven't felt the need to kowtow to one side or the other because they're going to be in office long enough. My fear is if you go with no term limits, all you're voting for is ideologues, which is what we're getting now, who just go to these freakish extremes with no urgency or need to compromise. Mm. And when everybody, whenever somebody says, you know, I just, I just want them to get the people's work done. Well, which people? Everybody wants their side done is the problem. So when they, when their side doesn't win, it's always an example of... Man, government's a failure. When their side does win next year, we're making some progress when, here. When it,
1: when it shows when, results for the overall. When
5: good. Obamacare passed, I guarantee you Democrats thought, "Man, finally the government's doing something right. We're getting together and right doing this." Republicans were outraged when you know Bush does something stupid prior to that. Man, Democrats were pissed. The country is a massive failure. Government's bailing us right and left. And you know Republicans do cartwheels, so Well
4: and I don't think term limits are are I don't think you shouldn't have term limits. I think that they, they should.
5: I think if you don't have to I don't think you should just be able limits, to
4: be in for life. I think you should have to Why not? you have to win every
5: time. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Supreme Court where you're just appointed for life and you can't get the boot. You can get kicked out every either two or six years depending on which office you hold. Uh, or four in the case of the president, obviously, and that is a referendum. If you don't like term limits, don't vote for the guy again. That's great or a girl. You know, well,
1: I've always thought you should be able to do this with term limits. Have a term limit. If you've done well, you still out of term, and then you can run again.
5: Who says you've done well or not well? Who cares? You know. The voters say whether you've done well or not well, to be perfectly honest. I'll give you a classic example. There's some points. I don't totally disagree. This is, what I think, one of my fundamental foundations. People go, oh, we need uh, to ban smoking in bars, right? This is a big thing. Gotta got to outlaw smoking in, in bars. In Chicago's case, it's the city. Like, you could have done it at any point by putting up a no smoking sign. You didn't need to do all these stupid laws or anything else. Later, you're saying up and no smoking, so nobody can smoke in your place. It's your place. It's the same thing with these. We don't need arbitrary rules passed that eventually hurt a lot of people that could be made better uh, without terminals. And I really fear the freaks on both sides are the only people going to win without terminals.
0: No, you know what I'm saying? Well, okay, one, uh, I want I wanna exactly. to pivot to... No, 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 you're good. Uh, I want well, to uh, I wanna pivot to... I want to pivot to... So, pro- projecting forward, projecting into, into the future a, a little bit, who who at at all are we seeing that we do like on either side of the fence? But that, isn't that part of the problem, though? We're yeah, for,
3: for the most popular person. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I think
0: when I'm thinking about who I like, they may be popular, but I've also seen evidence that. They've got the experience and the temperament for this because this is a very specific type of work. Yeah, I mean it's you know you. You're decide- talking
4: about somebody like Booker or.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Like for well, me, well, what
1: about Rubio? Right. The other side? I well, from, it. yeah. For me is mm-hmm. for me is yeah. Cory yeah, right. Booker.
0: Right. It. Yeah, for me is Cory Booker. You know, I've seen yeah. the evidence of him. Uh, Sometimes even sacrificing his own safety to um, to get things done when he was, you know, the mayor of Newark and uh, and and the amount of times he's worked across the aisle uh, since he's been in the the Senate to uh, to to work with Republicans to get these I like bills that. done. I like that. and that. And that's what I'm looking for. I don't care if it's a Dem or a Republican or whatever. I want somebody who really feels, at least, that they've got the people's interest at heart.
4: And I'm wondering,
0: who, who do we see? Like I said, for me, it's probably Cory Booker. Um, I actually did think that... Uh, Vice President Biden was the same type of guy, and he still could run if he wanted to. I don't think so. But I don't know, know if he would. Uncle Joe was going I think. I think he's, 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 a, guy a,
5: guy. he's a little Trumpian in nature for the Democratic side. He just spouts his mouth off all the time. <laughs> Plus he's got enough skeletons in his closet to be smarter than run again.
0: Uh, yes, I
2: do think you're Seven correct. How many speeches me. he plagiarizes this time when he's on the campaign trail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think though the polarization definitely promotes voter apathy, and that's one of the reasons we get the more polarized camps. Because my side, your side, whose ever side, people start saying, "Well, if my side lost again and again and again. Why should I vote?" Right? Right. You know, rather than saying, "No, we need to." I encourage my kids, friends, young people, vote. I don't care if you agree with me or not. But just vote. Vote. speak mm-hmm. your opinion, right? <laughs> you speak I, I, your vote. But out, I think right? some of that
3: comes to a point of the people, the citizens themselves. We're less educated in what's what's going on in politics. Mm-hmm. We have no clue. You got a bunch of people going into these booths and they're just hitting this this, this touch screen and they don't know what article, you know, whatever they're they have a research internet no. and they have a no. Yeah, and they have the research. To I would
5: say maybe this as is, as a separate counterpoint, which I don't think you're entirely wrong. I just don't think the American electorate has ever been very particularly bright on issues, which is why I think you only see a fraction of people vote for one reason. Uh, especially in the municipal election, what,
0: 20% of people turn out sometimes? Oh, so yeah, first mm-hmm. yeah. uh, They so, don't do a but, good job of yeah, like promoting yeah. them Normally, either, though.
5: I think people will tell you they're educated on the issues when they watch one side of the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? I can't... People love to hear what they already agree with. Right.
4: I can't make myself watch Fox News, but I do get other opinions from other places. Like, I just, I can't. I can't. The way they talk, it just annoys sure, and then me. There's another but, audience well, that yeah. says they can't watch oh, Right, the music. but I don't well, I, I don't take I don't watch or read only what I want to hear. Like I need all the facts. So
5: if that was the case, DNA should be kicking ass right now and they are always last on the ratings. True. The one news organization that at least pretends they're in the middle somehow when real journalism, and America trusts us the most, is always the lowest in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Is the vast majority of people love
1: to hear what they already agree with. Well, exactly. For me, it's interesting. I got satellite. Just confirmation. Rate. So when I'm when I'm out on the road and I'm driving the distance, I'll I'll pit on progressive every once in a while. I'll put on POTUS mm-hmm. because you've you got to round yourself if you have any intelligence about yourself at all, you have to understand all the issues. And you have to understand where other sides are coming from. I find progressive sometimes, they can be they can be very bitter, angry, snarky at times, and then I also find <clears> some <throat> of the conservative people on their talk shows can be similar to the same way.
4: I have a hard but, time. But you have
1: to weigh something out. Sometimes you have David Webb comes on in the morning. I find he's kind of an interesting guy to me. Um, He approaches a lot of different subjects. He's a black man. So he sees some things in some different ways, but he's also a vet. Mm -hmm. So David Webb has a lot of interesting things that he says to me, and of course he's a conservative talk show host. But you you, you have to turn around and educate yourself. You can't just march to the tomb. The interesting thing about the Democratic Party is that, for the most part, they're lockstep. And you said the Republican Party's practical, that's true. Mm-hmm. Because they don't agree with each other. They are having different issues. That's not the worst thing in the world. That's actually could be a good thing, because now you've got different opinions coming to things. You know, the fact that they couldn't you know, repeal Obamacare wasn't the worst thing in the world. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. Now they're going to have to go back and work on that thing. Can they get the tax? If they don't get the tax thing done, they're in deep shit. But I also predict that they will see guys like McConnell, some of these guys who are still a long ways away from it because they're a six-year term and he just got elected again, so he's got four more years. A lot of these guys will get voted out, but they might put another Republican in place for yeah. Mm-hmm. Which will go against Chris's thought that you're you voting in a new guy, but it's also is good to have a little bit of new blood now. If you read Hillary's book, I think you would say that the Democratic Party is a little more divided
5: than... Uh, they was. just don't they're, show they're it. In, they're in necessity mode right now, of all, yeah. in the same way, same way the Republicans were in the past, but I... I what are the thirty-eight people she blamed for
3: her loss in the election <laughs> the, <laughs> the Green Party and yeah. Hal Hour. are <laughs> <We're> looking <laughs> here. And
4: there were a ton <laughs> of people there. <laughs> uh,
0: what she happened?
5: She's doing it. Yeah. I uh she's she needs to go away. Yeah. Every party once to get in power starts to become divided because everybody wants their interests done and you're finally in position to do it. I mean sometimes you play offense, sometimes you
0: play defense.
1: Well, I don't want to be on Hillary, that's also i leave that. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I, at least the, the one thing that I'm fairly sure of is that she's not running again. But uh, but she's definitely not know. she's definitely not she's, de- she's definitely not party to run again. She's definitely not leaving the political arena. But uh, but running again is is uh, something altogether different, so. Um, you know, I don't know if we've, uh, you know, come up with any answers, but I do, I you know, I guess the one thread that I do hear is that uh, is we're, we're all, I don't care what side of the finisher on, looking for somebody who's actually uh, wanting to do good for the people as a general whole. You know, it's... That, it, that's not an easy well, task, and it's not an, easy, uh, not an easy ask,
1: for that matter. I mean, well, There's no utopia.
0: Well, absolutely not. You, you can't not.
1: make all the people happy all the time. It's an impossible thing to do. And, but you have to go to where we take care of a lot of different issues and we make the general people, where they feel like America's doing them as right as possible.
4: Well, and you shouldn't and break one to, to fix, fix
1: another. Hey, I mean, this is this goes exactly back to my point. I
5: mean, when we talk about good for the people, it's just good meaning what? Good for a social program that socializes Medicare, even you know, or in yeah. uh, healthcare, and maybe puts a lot of business owners at risk, or is it better for America? to you know lay off on regulation and maybe let the free market take more of a course which can leave people behind. You know, yeah. it happens. There's, there's and and perfect. I think everybody thinks and I am not a cynic, I think everybody thinks they're doing good. Yeah. I exactly, really do. exactly. I don't think you get into a low paying job yeah. when most of them are have done fairly well in careers prior to this to go, hey I just want to do a shitty job. Yeah. You know a lot not a lot of them are doing that. I think most of them are there to try to get something done and do well for their constituents. Yeah. It's just nobody know
0: what good it is so yeah. you know what I think uh that may be that may be the best place to leave it because I think you're probably right I don't you know I've said you know many a day that you know I don't care what side of the aisle you're on you know everybody wants a job everybody wants their kids to go to a good school everybody wants the uh the the services for their, you know, for their cities and municipalities to do what it is that they're supposed to do. Um, But we may very well disagree on how we all get there. Either way it goes, I think that's probably as good a place as any to put a pin in this particular segment. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com, a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. Ah. And we are back And uh, before we get out of here uh, Let's talk about today's sugar honey Iced tea and for those that don't know uh, These are things that I Or a member of the group uh, have found That are really cool aka The shit and today's sugar honey Iced tea is uh, coming to Us from Big Dave So take it away
1: We have uh, Here in Kansas City we've uh, Had a good thing happen this last Week Uh, we had a a man named Lamonte McIntyre who at 17 years of age was accused of killing two men with a shotgun down in KCK and Quindaro and he said all along he was innocent and in fact that's exactly how he laid it when he got convicted he said judge I'm an innocent man and he went to jail he was angry for two or three years Spent 23 years in prison, wrongly convicted. He uh, got over his anger, got his his spirituality. He uh, also uh, read a lot of philosophy. He's a philosopher. He read Eastern and Western philosophy. He read a lot of books. He read Shakespeare and and different classics. And uh, he also educated himself. And he... Fought all along. Um, nobody would take his case for a long time. Finally, a uh, church group in New Jersey took his case, and they really started arguing. And they don't take cases lightly. They want to. They go back and do a background check on you. If you had any violence in your past, they will not take your case because they think probably you may have done it. But. Uh, after 23 years it finally came through that the judge here in KCK said you know you you are an innocent man the the evidence was there that the uh, detective pushed things through the judge didn't review things and he got convicted well he was set free and his mother Rosie McIntyre had a lot to do with it but for for this man to get out after 23 years of being an innocent man incarcerated and have the attitude towards life that he has is, 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 is tragic in one way but it's also inspiring in another because for some reason in my heart I really believe this man will be very successful there's just something about him that is something but can you imagine after 23 years in jail and getting out and not understand I mean I doubt he could drive my truck with all the push buttons and the screens and everything on it. He wouldn't know what to do if he sat in and out and even did start the dang thing. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of a tough situation because you look at it and it is tragic. It was an injustice, a huge injustice. But at the same time, he's got out and he's going to make something of himself. He's not just angry and bitter. He's going to say, okay, my life is going forward. Today is a new day. I'm going to go get it. And so for that, I say God bless Lamonte. That's a sugar honey iced tea if I ever heard one. And this wishing great success.
0: And it sounds to me like a free man, an innocent man going free. Sounds to me like that is the very definition of of the shit. And with that, (laughs) we're going to end this podcast in a way I end all podcasts, and that is with the toast that started it all for me. And that is, to good times for good people.